I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Today's episode of Don't You Know Who I Am is brought to you by the good people at Harry's Shavers. Yes, the best shavers in the world are back. Harry's Shavers, they're so good. I'm so smooth, you guys. You should see my face. So good. And the actual razor itself, it's got a good weight to it. It's what I like. A good weighted handle. Anyway, so uh, they are offering you guys, listeners to this show, who live in America, they are offering you a very, very, very good deal because they stand behind the quality of their blades. And they know that switching razors isn't an easy decision. So to get you on your way, they've created a trial offer for you. And all you need to do is go to harrys.com slash who I am that's harrys.com slash who I am, and they're going to give you a very, very good deal while also supporting this podcast. So what they're going to do is this is the offer that you guys get. You get a $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close and comfortable shave. You get a weighted ergonomic handle, five-blade razor and lubricating strip, and a trimmer blade, a rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover as well. So when you're digging around in your wash bag. You don't nick your fingies. Yeah, you don't want to nick your little fingies. Anyway, so this is on my show. Redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash who I am. That is harrys.com slash who I am. So go to harrys.com slash who I am and redeem your offer and let them know that I sent you so they support the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, just a quick note before we go into this episode, which is very, very good, uh, is that I am going to be out and about around. If you are in these places, so uh, tonight, the day this comes out, I am in Cessnock, so thank you for coming if you came. And then for the next three nights after that, I'm in Newcastle. So I'm doing the big show there at the Newcastle Theatre, which is going to be awesome. And the lineup is great as well. So it's Bob Franklin, Geraldine Hickey, Tom Cashman, and Susie Ruffle, who's all the way from the UK. So if you're in all around the Newcastle area, make sure you come along and, and support us because it's going to be good. And then after that, I am in places such as Armadale on the 12th of June, Glen Innes on the 13th of June, Corindy on the 14th of June, Tamworth on the 15th of June, Gunnedah on the 16th. Then I have a few days off and then I go down to Tassie. So I'm doing Devonport on the 27th, uh, Hobart on the 28th, Launceston on the 29th, and then I'm back over to Victoria and doing Geelong, and then that's followed by Orange and Dubbo. So if you're in any of those areas and you want to see a bit of Jerl, come on out. Come out to the shows. Now, I wish I had some uh, good news about some live shows in Melbourne, but I'm still waiting to hear back. But if you're in Melbourne, Sunday afternoons, about 4 o'clock, in around the September, October, November period, keep an eye out on my Twitter or Facebook and you might see some details popping up very, very soon about a venue, what we're going to do. So the plan is I'm going to do some live shows. And then after that, there's going to be a bit of a break where you guys get some food or get some drinks or do whatever. And then I'm going to do uh, either some trial shows for some new stand-up that I've been working on. So I've already started working on the new stand-up shows uh, for next year's festival. So if you're listening to the podcast, 
make sure you come to my festival shows, please. Or I might also, the guests who are on, um, if they want to get, get up and do some stand-up after the shows as well. Because last year, when uh, early this year when I was in Brisbane, that was one of the best shows I've ever done in terms of, you know, feeling the love in the room from the stand-up because it was after the podcast. And so everyone there was a big fan of the podcast because uh, that's why they came. And so uh, most people stuck around and it was a great gig. So I thought, you know, I'll do that in Melbourne and try and, you know, work up some material uh, for the festival season starting I'm starting very early writing the show. Anyway, that is enough from me. Thanks to everyone who's been going on uh, line and giving a lovely iTunes rating. Uh, there was a guy who wrote a one-star review. And uh, look, if you're still listening, I'm very sorry. Uh, I do try my best with the live shows to get the recording uh, up to scratch. But, you know, I'm on stage performing it. I can't do much if the if the sound isn't great, like when I've hired a sound person. So this was after the uh, I forget which one, I think it was the Tony Martin episode. Gave it a one star and said he's giving up on the show. So I'm sorry. Hopefully you're back. Hopefully you didn't really give up and you were just in a, having a cranky mood. Uh, so anyway, thanks to everyone who's been uh, doing that, sharing it round. Anyway, enjoy this one with Limo, Claire Tonti, Tim Hewitt, and Matt Stewart. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what because who knows why. My name is Josh Earl and big news for last week's listeners because the Josh Earl in Cessnock, a.k.a. Tubsy, <laughs> he's reached out on Facebook. He waved at me in a Facebook message, but that's all. He just waved. <laughs> Nothing else. No words. So I, I wrote back, Tubsy. <laughs> and he's left me hanging still. So, right. Tubsy, right back. We'll hang out. I'm in Cessnock this week. Let's go. Each week, if you are listening to this for the first time, I get four very funny people and quiz them all about themselves. So our first guest tonight or today, our first guest today is a comedian, a broadcaster, an author who shares his name with a town in Finland... Please welcome from the beep test, it's Limo. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. I tried for years when I was working in radio uh, to arrange a trip to that town in Finland to be the prize of, was, a, of a competition. There's not much about the town on, on its own Wikipedia page. <laughs> no, nah, there's not a lot going on there, but it's spelled the same. It's spelled yeah. L-E-H-M-O. I was, I was hoping in the town was called Anthony Limo. <laughs> <laughs> the town's called Limo in Finland. And I really wanted it to happen just so we could use the song... I've been to paradise, but I've never been to me as the, as the theme of the promotion. So you wanted to be the actual prize. No, well, well like, kind of. The you, town like with my name is the prize. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're going to send you to Limo. Oh, okay. But when I worked with Bridget Duclos, there was a town in Switzerland called Bridge, B-R-I-G. Yep. So we wanted to send someone to Bridge and Limo to go there first, oh. then go to Limo. I think that's pronounced Brig. <laughs> Don't get in the way with your facts. <laughs> Look, uh, thanks for believing that I would know what that town is yeah. pronounced. Our next guest is a comedian who shares his name with a manager of, gold, of a gold mine in Western Australia, St Ives Gold Mine, a Canadian singer-songwriter and a Portland graphic designer. Please welcome back. It's Tim Hewitt. Yay. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Do you know any of these guys? Lima, you did not get a round of applause. Yeah, yeah. I know. I I, I feel as though that's because I started that one. I'm like, I'm the round of applause starter. I'm into it. I I wish you did it for yourself. (laughs) Guys, get around me. I I can put it in in post, Lima. Also joining us is a first-timer to the podcast. Mm -hmm. If you type her name into Google, the related searches are 
The Weekly Planet, mm-hmm. Planet Broadcasting, yeah. and Nick Mason. Yeah. So not your actual <laughs> husband, James, who does the Weekly Planet podcast. But can you please welcome from the podcast, Just Make the Thing, it's Claire Tonti. Hello. Oh, I got everybody clapping. That is so exciting. It's wonderful to be here. I'm very nervous. It's my first time. So for people who don't know, the Weekly Planet is a podcast that your husband, James, does with Nick. Certainly. It's also it? named after a uh, brothel. Is it really? Oh, you yeah. don't know about the yeah, what? Yeah, this is what no? I thought when I when I searched your name and the first thing that came up was the Weekly Planet. Yeah. But you must get people going. What is this if they don't know about the podcast? No. Okay, so that's there so. You go. Are you saying that is very possible that when people search my name, they find a brothel? I've just realised it's the Daily. It's the Planet. Daily. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to correct you, but I thought will that reflect badly on me? I'm really interested <laughs> that Limo knew that it was the Daily Planet, not the Weekly Planet. Ooh, it's it's fairly really well known. Okay, isn't it, Tim? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I used to live right next to it in Elston. I don't think it's <laughs> open anymore. I think it's closed down. Oh, RFP. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's what I'm oh, Look at Tim pretending he didn't know that it's closed. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking the yeah. same thing. So Daily Planet is Superman's newspaper, right? What's the Daily? Weekly Planet then? So that's it's a, it's a, po- a podcast. Yeah, oh, right. it's a okay, very great. well-known <laughs> a podcast by two gentlemen. Yeah, but I, thought, I always thought that it was named after the Superman Newspaper. No, it's a play on words, Matt. I get it. Yes. Because it's weekly. It's weekly because it comes out weekly. And it's a podcast that comes out weekly. to a newspaper that comes out daily, brother. Yeah. 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 Tim is very sweet. Yeah, I'm pretty sweet. Did you know that the Women's Day doesn't come out every day? Yeah. (laughs) Do you know why they don't call it? Do you know why they call the Women's Weekly? The Women's Weekly and not the Women's Monthly? Oh, I think I know. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I could right, testify okay. to why that would be. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Make a very good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Finally is a man who shares his name with an innovation catalyst from Melbourne who I'm sure has to spend every single family gathering trying to explain what the fuck he does. <laughs> Can you please welcome from the podcast, do go on, it's Matt Stewart. Yeah. Thank, Thank you very much. Best applause. Yeah, yeah, of course, obviously. <laughs> Sounded surprised, but... Yeah. What? Yeah, do you know what that is? An Josh? innovation catalyst? No, I didn't look it up. I think it's just someone who makes people innovate. So yeah. It sounds like oh. someone who'd work at a, an FM radio station, Lemo. You, come Innova- across- yeah, you know what? You're <laughs> absolutely right. That is, it wouldn't surprise me if someone at some point had innovation catalysts written on their business card. <laughs> yeah. It's like a completely made up job yeah. at a radio station. Yeah, do you make things happen more quickly? Is it? Yeah, so the catalyst no. is not the person doing it, the one is just making it happen. So it's yeah. just getting good people together to innovate. It's, yeah, is that? It yeah, reeks, yeah, that it, sounds right. It reeks, <laughs> yeah. of like a, it reeks of a real lame Instagram handle. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. It's, it's got a lot of bikini girl influence, yeah. entrepreneur vibes to it. A lot of, yeah, yeah. Hash, yeah. slash, slash yeah. change maker. Yeah. 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 Someone that has yeah. like a PowerPoint with synergy. Yeah. yeah. Word, just written up <laughs> in the boardroom. It's just a real Silicon Valley vibe. He, yeah. he definitely right, owns yeah. a data projector. He owns a data projector. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Okay. This, our first round today is called Social Me Me Media, where in this round, I'll read out status updates by the four of you and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think tweeted it. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person who actually wrote the tweet, they get the point. So you can't buzz in for your own. Your names are your buzzers. The first one is this one. City cafes suck. Business people are such basic bitches. (laughs) Oh, Lemo. Yes, Lemo. <laughs> is that Tim? No, it's Matt Stewart. Oh! Yes. 
does That's sound a, very much like oh, a Tim Hewitt. How do we even argue? There was a lot of workshopping went into this one. I had it written out as businessmen, but was told and and was told that maybe it should be business people. Um, okay. okay. And then, yeah, so I yeah. change it, but I think it, it really costs some some likes. Because <laughs> isn't it a funnier image? But businessmen are basic bitches. But yeah, yeah. anyway, that is PC culture ruining comedy yeah, once again. Yeah. <laughs> but you still went with the word bitches. Yeah. yeah. I asked both of those things because I was, I was at a cafe with a, a, a very uh, woke friend of mine, even more woke than me. Oh, they, they actually say that woke, we shouldn't say woke because that's appropriation. But anyway, I. Um, oh, <laughs> they, they didn't have a problem with bitches, but they did have, yeah, they said business. Anyway. Cool. <laughs> so how many how many people are seeing your tweets before they go out into the world? Normally none, but I would just happen to have that thought at this shitty city cafe. Which I agree. This is why I brought it in. City cafes are no good. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Oh. Melbourne's mm. cafe culture, but the heart of Melbourne have the worst cafes yeah. around. You go deep down true. that other end of the town, like round Southern Cross. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Yuck. Yeah. Is it nightmare because of the business people? Is that why? I think it yeah. I think their taste is obviously basic. I think it's, I think <laughs> yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's that express panini lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a survey recently where they said that uh, there are more hipsters on the Gold Coast, than, or Gold Coast is more of a hipster town than Melbourne, and I went, what? And they said, where well, they counted the number of cafes and the number of tattoo parlours. Right. I thought, oh, yeah. that can't be your model. Yeah, Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. if the cafes are telling just flat white Maconas, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to a deconstructed chai latte. And doing a lot of Southern Cross tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Southern Cross tattoos. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. As opposed to games of Norton Crosses yeah. or whatever cool people get tattooed these days. <laughs> yeah, it's very different the amount of tattoo parlours on the Gold Coast that are run by bikies. Yeah. I don't know if that yeah. counts as a hipster. Yeah. We've got Sharky and Meat <laughs> They're such hipsters. Yeah. Question two. Imagine seeing your profile get swiped left by Jackie Lambie on national television. Matt. Yes, Matt. That's uh, Limo. No, that's Tim Hewitt. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah, you can yeah. never put me in a box, baby. I do <laughs> political. I do it all. Now, yeah. for, for our international listeners, Jackie Lambie was a senator from Tasmania yeah. who is no longer a senator from Tasmania because she had dual citizenship. And yeah. she now went on a major current affairs show, a bit like 60 Minutes, Yeah, looking Channel for love. 60 Minutes, yeah. yeah. It was wild. I, I just happened to put it on and I'm like, oh, this is so good. So <laughs> is left like in or it's is like, right no, out? It's just, you know, like... Footage of her like, oh, everyone on Tinder's gross. <laughs> oh, like, oh, no. Oh, 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 imagine. Oh, Tim. So what, did she find love in the episode? Wow, no, it's a two-part. Oh. <laughs> Which is so wild. It's just brutal. So when's the cliffhanger? Is uh, it... Mate, so, I don't know. Maybe it was this Sunday, but, yeah, i got to check in. <laughs> got to check in. Yeah. But she'll be on The Bachelor next. Yeah. yeah. My dad is in love with her. They're from the same region. Well, is your dad... On the market? He is on the market. Oh. And I so hope that Jackie Lambie is not my mother-in-law one. No, yeah, my stepmom. Yeah. yeah. And she, yeah. He, your dad lives nearby in Tassie? Yeah, they live. she's in Olveston. He's in Burnie, which is like 30 minutes away from each oh, other. They're literally neighbours in he Tassie. Worked, he yeah. worked with her son. So he, he's got a connection, and I just don't want it to happen. He's got a little issue. Oh, she's looking good too, dude. <laughs> could, could I'm be worse. hearing that if yeah. she'd swiped right, you would have maybe been in there yeah, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, question three. Guys, this is serious. I've lost my glasses. It's been two days, and I'm now wearing frames from 2002. They're super scratched and wonky and also brown. Send help. 
<laughs> yes, Lemo. Is it clear? You are. Yeah, yeah that's pretty obvious. That he got one. a lot into that tweet. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. A thank God for the expanded character allotment <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. And I've been really playing with that one a lot. Yeah. Did you find your glasses? Still haven't found them. Oh. Still wearing contacts. I don't know where they are. They've vanished. I reckon they're somewhere in the couch or in the garden. Mm. I don't know. In the garden. In the garden. It's annoying. I don't know. It's the great yeah. irony of losing glasses, isn't it? Yeah. It simply makes them harder. They're the hardest thing right. to find because you don't so, have them. Exactly. To they're help so you hard look. to find. Yeah. I, reckon... I, I went to your house recently, Claire, and it is a huge mansion. So <laughs> it, may, yeah. it makes sense to me that, that you can't find them. <laughs> is, is everyone, everyone on this panel. Wears glasses but is not wearing them currently. Yeah. I, I don't oh. like glasses. Oh. Wear glasses you don't wear glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a Roman reading glasses, dude. Yeah, I mm. love it, Lee. I get so excited when you're on the project and you wear the big, like, yeah, the big glasses. Yeah, it makes you look smarter. Yeah, Lee, <laughs> oh, in project sure. mode. I'm in town. Yeah. 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 I look like the old guy from Up when yeah. I have those <laughs> big frames on. Yeah, oh, there is nothing worse than losing your glasses and then just stumbling around trying to find them. That's <laughs> the worst. On the, so, top, on the top of your head. That's yeah, yeah, this is true. <laughs> Question four. Construction work will slow Hoddle Street to a crawl this weekend. So it'll just be like Hoddle Street during the week. Matt. Yes, Matt. That's a limo. You are correct. Yeah. Yes, that is a limo. Point there for Matt. Uh, yes, Hoddle Street. It's one of the most. I spend way too much time on that street. I ban streets, though. Like Nicholson Street's banned for me. Oh. Right. And even in a cab, I say, no, it never can do Nicholson Street. Nicholson Street between Johnson and Victoria yeah. uh, Parade. Forget about it. Is there anything in your life that you're as hard and fast with? Is this? That's a that's <laughs> yeah. a strong. I've never seen you so passionate before. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, I'm, I've got hard and fast rules with lots of things, but that is a street one. I banned so Nicholson Street absolutely is 100 percent banned, and Hoddle and and um, Pun are hard to avoid. Yeah. So I can't really ban them, but I, I hate them. I used to work on Hoddle Street, mm. and the school there is there's a school on Hoddle Street, Collingwood College, and it's not a very it's like. Everyone who goes to that school is pretty working class from the high-rising flats. And so Hoddle Street doesn't lower its speed limit during school hours, like the 8.30 to 9.30. Oh, right. Because they just oh, it's just poor kids. <laughs> we'll keep it at 7. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but that's pretty yeah. safe. Like, as if it's ever going to be going 70 during school hours <laughs> yeah. around Hoddle They've got an overpass. Is yeah. that where the overpass is? Yeah. Where the school is? Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Question five. Reem's jingle, a.k.a. the greatest song ever written, goes, for the hottest of hot, hot water you've ever seen. I love the tune, but of the five senses, is sight the one you would use to sell the heating qualities of your product? Tim. Yes, Tim. Matt. You are correct. Yes, a point. Jeez, I was saying yeah. Claire got a lot in. That felt like I went for a, a week and a half. Yeah, did you ever ghostwriter for that? Yeah. <laughs> I got too nervous and panicked and didn't know how to say my name, but I thought it was you as well. Well, the that's, that's the thought that counts. Thing. Thank you, Claire. You're welcome. Question six. Mum just asked if I was circumcised. I can never remember. Matt. <laughs> yes, Matt. That's a Huey. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Yeah. That, I love the oh. Huey overshare. Yeah. yeah. He'll, so he'll let you know everything on yeah, well, yeah. Uh, well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like, oh, some new material. It's all about mum. So it's the same vein, always my jokes. But, yeah, no, we were just driving to Sorrento because it's like, do something when they're in town. And, yeah, she's just sitting in the car and just so nonchalantly said it. I'm like. Oh, 
<laughs> what do you want me? Just dad, like, oh, it was the fashion not to do it then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I if I wasn't circumcised and she didn't remember. Yeah. Like, if I was circumcised and she didn't remember that. Yeah. Like, must yeah. be pretty. Anyway. Yeah. So I've got it out, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> so your dad answered the question. I did, well, we. I, like, yeah. yeah, we just were like, oh, mum. Yeah, so she <laughs> couldn't remember if she got you circumcised yeah, yeah. or not. Yeah, and she said Whoa. it in a way where it was like we were talking about this with the girls at work, or something. <laughs> which I guess, like, fair enough. But how how uh, did it yeah. come up in her mind? No, yeah. I don't know. Like that, my mother is a very um, bizarre, um, vague woman, so I think just sort of. Why not? You stopped at some <laughs> dog shit <laughs> stool in Frankston. We're like, what about you? And then you just go back in the car. And I think I kind of wondering, get it, Tim. Yeah. yeah, I've got a bet with your Annie Beryl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of get it though, because I think as a mum, you're so exhausted all the time. You very well could have accidentally got your son circumcised and just yeah. not remember. You're yeah. just so sleep deprived, <laughs> completely. Accidentally. But that's, that's not yeah. the, but that's well, not the not. only time you see it. Straight after you've had the baby, like you actually see it. Multiple, multiple times. Multiple times, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I was very tired in those I mean, how days. much are you I concentrating on like, that, Josh, though? Honestly, as yeah. a mother, I'd say not that often. <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. If tonight's dinner is anything to go by, get on my son for gold at the 2036 Olympics in either discus, shot put, javelin or hammer throw. He's a natural. Well, son, uh, Matt. Yes, Matt. As a mother, I can clear. No, it was Limo. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, that was him. Am I the only one childless here? Yeah, you are, Tim. You are. He, uh... So get busy with your <laughs> circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, Shane uh, it's had natural, the brothel's clothes yeah. around yeah. the corner. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so the other three parents will be able to relate. Yeah, he was just going through a food throwing phase. Yeah. Just picks it up and... Yeah. Curling it across the room. Excellent. Good arm so, on him, so, though. So, Makes Dad quite proud. Oh, that's yeah. great. So your yeah. son is two? He's, he's nearly two, yeah. Your, your yeah, son? two and a half. And your son? Uh, yeah, two and a half. Great. Yeah, mm. same age. It's a, it's a real fun time. It's a fun, annoying age. It's almost yeah. like I planned the guests really well anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Question eight. I tried to cuddle my partner this morning. They said, get out of it, and started playing a podcast about the Golden Gate Killer on the speakers. A true alpha move. <laughs> Claire. Uh, yes, Claire. Limo. No, that was Tim. Oh, oh, Tim. Tim. See, I was trying to, you know, <laughs> so I don't have a kid anyway. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a partner, so, you know, you're almost all the way there. <laughs> My wife loves true, true crime as well. She criticises the killers, though, while you're watching it. <laughs> like she's really disappointed in them. Why wouldn't you clean that up? Yeah. Dragging the body away. Yes. It is weird how you start going, <laughs> you're, you're on their team almost. It's like yeah. you've got to remember that they're fucked. But. Yeah. <laughs> I think I like her a lot. I completely relate to that. For sure. Yeah. It would be a messy business. She, could, oh, and, you know, she gets really frustrated if they leave simple clues. See, I, yeah. I remember yeah. after yeah. we watched Memo. My wife watched Making a Murderer, or is Ooh. it Making of a Murderer? I can't yeah. Remember. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But we went on a holiday not not long after that to Tassie and driving around these really kind of like sparse areas and me just going, this is where you dump a body. This is where you could dump yeah. a body. I don't yeah. know why you could ever <laughs> ever get caught in Tassie if you kill someone because there's so much space to just dump bodies. Yeah. <laughs> so Strategy. if you're in Tassie, you're a listener, just go and dump yeah. some bodies. Completely. <laughs> dump a body. Yeah. I always, the shallow grave frustrates me. Yeah, oh. just put another out there, mate. <laughs> Don't be lazy. Just dig it another two feet. Yeah, yeah. Get creative. I just think it's a tip. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I, like yeah. to, I like to riff. I learned from Tim. 
<laughs> you just riff your murders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't Improv. ever think about it. That way yeah. he can't get you for yeah. putting it <laughs> Yeah, and make sure you have a mop to clean up yeah. and a really deep grave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. I'm noting down those things. Deep grave, that makes sense. Yeah. Shallow it's grave. It's you got the shovel so already. I get that you're in a hurry to get the job done, but do the job right. Yeah. <laughs> get them to do it as well, isn't that the classic? Oh, get, them, yeah. get them to oh, do yes. it. Yes, but I, I think you'll find someone digging their own grave isn't as highly motivated as <laughs> <laughs> someone who's trying to get away with murder. Right, that's true. Right, this is true. Question mm. nine: I've been holding back, but I'm finally ready to go viral with this tweet. Please retweet. Oh, Claire. Yes, Claire. Matt. You are correct. Yes, a point there for Claire. Excellent. You've, I've just recently started trying to tweet, so all of these have been from the last two weeks. Yeah. What? I'm like, uh, at least I remember them. Yeah. I, so I listen to this podcast. Normally every week someone's like, oh, that was me. I have no recollection. Yeah. But now I have to awkwardly, every time you start reading one out, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Had that go, uh, by the way. Did well. Oh, that one, yeah, that one went all right. Yeah, Dou- double figures. I think when yeah. people love it, they, yeah. they what do they call it when you, you at the end of a sales pitch, you got to do a a, requ- a call to a action. Call to action. Call That's to right. Because so, I put a call to action in there. Yeah, yeah people know what to do. <laughs> people really respond. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's all that air conditioning sales work. Oh yeah, it's really coming to. <laughs> That's true. It's a while yeah. in my past now, but it's still in there. All right. it's still in there. Would yeah. you say it's a catalyst that call to action? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ooh, a catalyst excellent. for. Whatever that thing was before. <laughs> Innovation. Innovation. <laughs> Innovation, yes. Okay, and our last one for the round. It's a bit of an act out. Just tap the card, mate. Oh, you don't have to pay. Oh, don't be silly. Just tap the card. It's an Uber. Oh, yeah, right. Who was that? Tim. Yes, Tim. Limo. You are correct, yeah. Yay. Now, what the people at home didn't didn't see was my little hand yeah. action for the I really different voices. I really enjoyed them. Is that because you're doing a kid's show as well in the comedy festival? You're really into yeah. it. real Punch and Judy going some, on there. Yeah. sock bucket. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, has everyone done that at some point, going to pay an Uber driver? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've I've done the, the opposite. opposite. Yeah. yeah, where I get in cabs. Oh, you're going to jump out of a cab. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Like, oh, nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're. Uh, I'm sure someone at some point has done a yeah. runner from it. Maybe Uber. it's a generational yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we're too young to be uh, paying cabs yeah. now or paying Ubers. Uh, at the end of the round, the sorry, scores are. Uh, that was mean. I'm sorry. You went for a mean. Got... That was really mean. No, I've been around for a long time. I, I used to catch horses when I was. <laughs> Yeah. Tried to pay him with an F plus. Yes. It didn't work. At the end of the round, the schools are Claire on one point. Go for Claire. Yay! Yay! Go me! Limo on two points. Matt nice. on three points. In the lead on four points is Tim Hewitt. Oh, yes. oh, nice work. Thank All you. Right. You're welcome. <laughs> this, round, this round is called Never Meet Your Hero. So it's a new round, similar rules. It's often said to never meet your heroes, and this round we'll learn why. Now, when Matt was a child, he went to the Australian Open... And while he was there, he saw the Australian Test Captain Steve Waugh doing a promotional presentation. But what happened next that has stayed with Matt? Mm. Was it A, Steve Waugh (laughs) was letting kids bowl at him. Each kid who bowled at him, Steve Waugh blocked it or pretended that he just couldn't hit it. But for some reason, when it was Matt's turn to bowl, Steve Waugh hit it as hard as he could and every person watching laughed, making Matt feel awful. Was it B, Steve Wall was handing out sunglasses and Matt asked for a free pair. Steve Wall said, sorry, I'm all out. And Matt said, what about the ones on your head? And Steve Wall looked at Matt as a child and said, piss off. Or was it C, Steve Wall was selling copies of his autobiography. Matt got it signed and told him, you're my second favourite player. Steve Wall asked, who's your first? And Matt said, Warney. Steve Wall then signed his book to my second favourite Matt. (laughs) 
<laughs> now, one of these is true. You have to determine which one is true by asking Matt as many questions as you can. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, Matt gets your point. So you don't have to answer together. You can answer individually. So this is the, <clears throat> pardon me, Australian Tennis Open. That's right, yes. Can you remember which year? Uh, no. Roughly? It would have been it would have been late nineties, early two thousands. So oh, probably no late nineties. It would have been late nineties. So how old were you in this? I was like uh, early early teens. Early teens. Oh. So he was teens. captain of the Australian cricket team at the time. Mm. Steve, uh, I'm glad you said. I reckon that. maybe. I can't. Or Mark Taylor, close. The the changeover would be close. But yeah, I reckon. Okay. Yeah, I think he would have been. I reckon he would have been captain. See, I'm, that's no. making me think he wouldn't have yet written an autobiography. <laughs> It's also making me think, wouldn't he? Limo, do you know cricketers? <laughs> Look, he's punched out about 10. But I'm just questioning whether he'd written his first one by then. Steve, all the early years, yeah. the story so yeah. far. They were just, that was before he got named in the Australian team. So I think Tim had a good point as well. Would, would he not be in the middle of a Australian summer series if it's Australian <laughs> Open? I, I know I'm the captain and it's the middle of the ashes, but let me go. Why do you try to fucking books down the Can road? I just say, that part of the story is true, that he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sorry. I mean, okay, so you were, yeah. I guess if he was playing at the MCG, if they had a, a one day and maybe the next day he could come down yeah. and. Yeah, as, I can't, as, as a, a kid that's had to do a lot of promo around the Australian Open, I do love that I was like, oh, Steve Wallace will cover this shift me and sunnies today. <laughs> what, was he we- what was he wearing? Good question. <laughs> We're talking about, uh, what, 20 years ago? I just uh, – just because I reckon if he was in a suit – that I'm going to move away from playing cricket. Right. No, I think I, I, I'm picturing him in a, like a pol- like Australian polo. Oh, but nice. you're testing my memory a little bit. Yeah. And there was, and what was it, who was he presenting for? What was the – I think it was Bole or something like that. Oh, yeah. Am I ah. saying that right? Bole. Bole. Yeah, that sounds Bole. good to me. Bole. Yeah. Sunglasses. Bole. Yeah. Bole. Yeah. Bole. Bole. That's Bole. Okay. So I know nothing about sport or cricket. Just, to, just I'm glad that you repeated that Steve Waugh was the captain. <laughs> just, yes. uh, yep, just putting that out there. So was he a nice person when you met him? Well, I I came up after the crowd had sort of started to move away and they were packing up. Ah, oh, I see. And so um, did you get a good vibe from him? Yeah, I got a good vibe. Um, okay, so it's he... not the second one then because he didn't say piss <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, hang on. I, f- I forgot myself entirely in that game. I, I started describing uh, multiple different scenarios at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that, yeah, wait, you got to ask me which bit first. <laughs> hang on, so... Uh, you, you actually... All right. When he, with the cricket game, when the people were bowling to him... Were they bowling tennis balls? Yeah, it was. Oh no, they were those yellow sort of kanga cricket style. And what oh, was he plastic. batting with? It was a. It was an SS or whatever GM. SS Jumbo. SS Jumbo. Yeah. What is so that? Like, pro, so proper, proper, proper bat. Proper yeah. bat. Yeah, yeah. And oh. where was that? Where was that happening? Was that inside a tent or outside? It was outside. Uh, outside. I'm trying to remember where it was. Sort of around. It was in the big outdoor area. Where Thirsty Merc play every year. Yeah, sort of. uh, yeah. Now, <laughs> now I'm with you. I get it. Not far from the garden bit that looks like a big tennis ball, uh, yeah. I think. Okay. Remember, you know that bit? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know that bit. It's right near the gate where I used to do the entry calling, guys. Oh, what kind of work <laughs> did you do? I'd sit on the umpire chair and go, Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Australian Open 2017. Please have your bags ready for inspection. And that, that, that was an amazing thing. Yeah, I know. Gosh. So much authority. Uh, I yeah. know. That was so impressive. If anyone's into Australian uh, rock, 
pub rock superstars. <laughs> Mick Thomas, who used to be the lead singer of Weddings, Parties, Anything, has a song called Australian Flag Bikini, and it's about when he played at the Australian Open and there were about three people inside a tent and one of them was a girl wearing an Australian flag bikini. Oh, um, but I'm, can we guess? If you think yeah. you know who it is. I reckon, I reckon they played cricket and I reckon he – I reckon he would have been defensive and nice and then there would be an expectation that Steve was going to smash at least one. And sadly, you were the recipient. So Limo's locking in A. Claire, yes. what do you think? A, B or C? Ooh, I am going to go with C. I have discovered in this podcast, and I'm very bad at hearing people talk and then remembering the entire scenario. So this was the autobiography yes. that he signed it to my second favourite Matt. Yes. Okay. okay. Yes. That's yes. I went. Yes. Exactly. All right. I think he's a nice person, Steve War. Tim, what do you reckon? Um, yeah, I think I think the books. The books. You think C? Yeah. The correct answer was B. Yeah. He told him to piss off when what? he said, "Can I have the sunnies on your head?" Yeah. Look, I mean, three you... points for Matt. There. Oh, that's oh, you really got me there. Well, that's I was accidentally fully expi- about to explain. <laughs> oh, you're going yeah, into Bolle? Yeah. I was really worried here. No, I'm not, <laughs> no, I had entirely yeah. forgotten <laughs> <laughs> what I was doing. But he 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 totally had justification to tell me piss off. I came up and I knew. Like I asked him for his own much nicer sunglasses, but he yeah, could yeah. find another way. Surely he can say I'm something that isn't yeah. piss off. Yeah, to like, a kid. yeah, that's true. He said to his, I remember he me. said to his minder, he said something like, you know, he said something like, how cheeky is this guy? And he goes, piss off, mate. Like, was, <laughs> so, so was great. I, I was really? like, I reckon I thought, I either thought or said, fair enough, Steve War. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm. And I don't know what this says about me, but I picture you as a 13-year-old boy still with that beard as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as harsh to me to have a grown man say piss off to me. Oh, yeah. I had always had the beard. Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the round, the scores are Claire on one point, oh. Lima on two points, Tim on four points, but now in the lead, it's Matt Stewart on six points. Oh, yeah. I do not feel comfortable out in front. Yeah, I'm much, a, much better as a swooper. In the pack. Yeah. yeah. All right, this round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, each of you are given a fact about another person on the panel if you think it's true, you say yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say nah. A point if you guess correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you are incorrect. So to Matt, this year during the comedy festival, Tim did his show. And at the end, he was shaking hands with the audience as they were leaving, thanking them for coming along. One night, a 14-year-old boy told him he was terrible at comedy and he should quit. Yeah or no? <laughs> I find that I, this is, I think Tim's was maybe my favourite show of the whole festival, so hey, I find thanks, that brother. hard to believe. <laughs> Such a good show. Uh, what this fourteen-year-old kid was he? Uh, was he? Was he at the time? Were you like, fair enough, mate? It was a tough show, it, or were you like, what do you want? It, <laughs> it wasn't the best in the run. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, he was there with his parents. Um, and, you know, as is my want, we tried to riff <laughs> with the kid and then it, uh, it sort of suddenly became clear that it's probably not the best kid to riff with. Right. <laughs> he was giving you nothing or? Uh, yeah. I, I'd say. You're really Look, dancing was, around. Did he have I'd, issues? I'd say he's, he, he had a, he's on the spectrum a little. Right. And it took right. me a little long to realise. But he was good. He was, he was good. Kid. <laughs> Until the very end. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And, and what did his parents do when, when uh, this exchange was going on? Oh, they were, they were sort of in agreement. No, no. <laughs> they were like, oh, Matthew. <laughs> oh, it's his first time he's ever been to a show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they were whispering in his ear telling him what to yeah. say. <laughs> so do they, they seem, the parents seem to be, get, they got you better than he did. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, was he a reviewer? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, 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 look, I'll take it. None of them came. So. 14 year olds old. No, overqualified. Yeah. <laughs> was he one of your social media influencers? Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got any questions, Claire? I reckon help me out here. Probe, give, a, give us a probing one. A probing one. Where, where was he sitting in the room? Uh, yeah, sort good of, one. Uh, maybe three row back. Of four. <laughs> Give you a size, idea of the size of this room, folks. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. yeah, so you were going yeah. deep into the room then too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 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 He's sort of three quarters up the bat. I find I find this hard to believe that a kid would do that, <laughs> yeah. especially to this quality show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you've, you've, um, you've sold me. Either you're a good liar or it's true. <laughs> what did you mm. say back to him? Uh... He sort of smiled when he said it. I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> was there any, yeah, was there any part of you thinking he's just been cheeky, he's been I th- funny? I th- think so. I think, like, yeah, he's trying to keep the riff alive, which I respect. But, okay. <laughs> 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 but he's sold it pretty well. <laughs> I'm going to, can I lock some? Yeah, lock I, in. I think it's a yeah. You yeah. are correct. Yes, it was a yeah. Oh, yeah. Done. No, it was good. Was it? Well, it was good because I was like, ah, shit, average show. And then, like, <clears throat> this kid does that, just straight to Harry Little Sister, smash a beer and just have a yarn. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, this, this kid. <laughs> <laughs> He basically redeemed my night. <laughs> did he like? Did he laugh at all during the show? Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. But he like had such a funny intonation. He's like, mm, yeah, uh, you're you're quite bad. <laughs> <laughs> Should possibly quit. And then his mum and dad are like, oh, John. Okay. Well, he's never been to a show before. I'm like, great choice from you guys, by the way. Come all the way out from the country and oh. just go take a pun at yeah. 9.45 on a Wednesday. Yeah, that's a late <laughs> go time. See, yeah, go see Lima or Husey or <laughs> Big Dog. It sounds like he was being really thoughtful. Um, yeah. um, yes, you, you are quite awful. Yeah. yeah, like a community service yeah, announcement. Yeah, yeah. You needed to know. Okay. Okay. I've quit now, so it's yeah. for the best. <laughs> so to Tim, now when Limo was still working as an accountant in Adelaide, he had a weekly segment on radio that his bosses at the accountant firm didn't know about. He would phone it in, as in like get on the phone and actually do it, and in order to get some privacy, he would put an out-of-order sign on the bathrooms at work and do it from in there. His boss once caught him walking out and Lima looked at him and said, yeah, 
Thought they could do with a bit more damage. Yeah <laughs> or nah. <laughs> uh, the most shameful act you can do yeah. in the toilet. <laughs> 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 Some more Nesboy. Yeah, that is. So what was the radio station? It's fresh, fresh FM, community radio station. Okay. Dance music, community radio station. It was my oh, first sweet. radio gig. That's, yeah. I mean, I want to believe it. That's so awesome. So, uh, very corporate. How many stores are we talking in this? Uh, three, maybe. Three. Yeah. And how, how, so was it only one time you got caught? Only one time I got caught, yes. Yeah, right. Mm. And, and, and you're saying the out of order was in terms of I've just dropped an absolute mongrel in there. <laughs> no, the out of order was because this out of order sign was there, so I went into an out of order toilet. Oh, okay. And the point of my comment was that I'm smashing it up even more. I've turned eight out of ten damage into ten out of ten damage. Because <laughs> in my head I'm like, I imagine you like at the laminator, like <laughs> bringing your little out of order sign in, <laughs> popping it in. Hey, welcome to Fresh FM. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that's great. What, so, what was you were an accountant, were you? I was, yes. Yeah, right. How? When did you make the switch? Uh, in two thousand and one. September the twenty second, two thousand. Right, was my last day on the job. And how many right. years were you doing comedy and accounting? Seven years. Seven years. So I was doing. I was accounting for ten. Yep. And did both for seven. There's a. Like a lot of comedians who used to be teachers and a lot used to be lawyers. There are many that used to be accountants. I think yeah. Dill. Dill. Saran Jayamana. Was it, I think he worked in accounting. So there was a Scottish comic called Fred McCauley. Who was so the big account- four. But I reckon. <laughs> yeah, the big four, yeah, yeah, the big four think, accounting firms, yeah. the big four comics. Wasn't Lee yeah. McGregor an accountant or was he a f- no. in finance? Yeah, he was. Sure he he definitely finance. had an office job, but I don't think he was an accountant. Well, there, there you go. If you, if you do accountancy and you listen to this, get into comedy because <laughs> yeah. three of the five people we've mentioned all have a role on Utopia. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey. There we go. There you go. Um, Hughesy, I think, might have studied accounting for a year. Or something, yeah. but no, there's not many accounts. Mm. That's coming Just enough to yeah. dodge it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What was it about accounting that made you go, stuff this, I've got to get into radio? <laughs> Uh, well, I was I was in stand up, so really it was a step from stand up into radio, oh, right. as opposed okay. from accounting into radio. So okay. when I eventually quit accounting, I was doing stand up full time, and I then see. radio, like proper radio jobs, came later. All right, but I was doing this Fresh FM thing for a few years while I was still an accountant. Ah, oh, did you get a lot of material as an accountant? Yeah, heaps. Yeah, I did a festival yeah. show a few years ago. So I have exactly ah. 60 minutes of material <laughs> about being an accountant. Do you have a lot of, like, innovation specialist jokes? Uh, I have no. I've got a couple of innovation catalyst jokes. <laughs> oh, man. oh, hey, there you go. Yeah. Yep. Oh, excellent. Um, I mean, I, I love it and I want it to be true, mm. but uh, I, I think I'll have to say nah just from a – Sound quality perspective. You are mm. correct. Yes, it was. Point is two. I just couldn't imagine it. Yeah. And people are like, I guess they're doing it from a nightclub. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, guys. <laughs> Why doesn't he just go outside? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so when I was writing that, I was thinking it was just a little segment, just a five-minute segment, not a whole show. But I think you uh, took it as a whole show. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, oh, I yeah, it, segment. Yeah. That's right. So Tolimo, once Claire mm. was driving. And for 20 minutes was stuck behind a car that just wasn't moving at the lights. After a lot of beeping and being frustrated, a passerby 
tapped her on the window and told her that the car in front was actually a parked car <laughs> and she should just drive around it. Yeah or nah? Um, where, where, where was this? I was driving down to uh, the beach uh, down Jetty Road around near Rosebud and I uh, real panicked, got in the panic sweats. And how many, how many lanes of traffic were at, the, at this particular set of lights? Oh, this is you, know, you really stuck me here. I think there were two, so it was. So you were so one flowing lane, and you yes. were behind the park car. Yeah, so yeah, so there was in like what was essentially the turning lane. Yeah, yeah. So there was one going forward and one coming this way. So just one turning lane. Yeah, Is right. And you were yeah. turning. Yeah, I was but you turning. were behind this car. Yeah, I was stuck. So did you contemplate going around <laughs> at any point during the twenty minutes? Okay, so two... I mean, that's you are very patient. <laughs> To sit there for that long. I wasn't patient. Like, this is the thing. I was losing my mind. I was, like, slamming the horn. Oh, great. Because I had the Melways open next to me back in the day of the Melways and yeah. I got completely lost by myself in my dad's old Volvo. So, uh, yeah, so I was losing my mind, hence why the person walking past tapped on the windscreen and was like, um, did you know there's an empty car in front of you? Oh, man. <laughs> was there anyone behind you? No, this is the thing. Right. No, no, no. It was fairly like. Well, everyone like... else was driving around. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been one of the funniest things to see, <laughs> to be the person tapping on the window. I'm assuming you know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, fa- the look on their face, I'm just walking their dog, and then I had to drive around. Oh, God. Was the car parked illegally? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was quite close up to the lights as well. So it wasn't very far from the light turning left mm. lights. Yeah. Uh, it was a, I, yeah, I have a history of terrible driving though. I once drove down the Beck Street Mall. <laughs> in oh, boy. <laughs> 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 I mean, By accident. That, that became so. a lot less funny about 18 months ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, on, on the phone, where'd you get a park? I'm right near the purse. I'm right <laughs> near the giant purse. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, how long ago? Oh, was this was years ago. I would have been oh, 19. So, yeah, over 10 years ago, 10, mm. 11 years. What, what would have happened if the person didn't tap on the window? Still be there. Yeah, still be there. yeah this podcast would not be happening. <laughs> I would still be in the car. Uh, was it daytime or nighttime? Oh, uh, daytime? Yeah, because you reckon the lack of brake lights otherwise. I mean, you'd see them anyway, right? I think I'd, so. It took me if quite I a while. Like I remember that. someone having to tell me, I'm like, how do you know if these cars are waiting or they're parked? And my dad was like, well, the brake lights. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right, yep. Oof. I never actually thought of that before. I should have, I should have thought of that. I needed your dad in my life. Yeah. Mm. Hey, look, he was a great, he was a great uh, teacher in, the, in my L days. I remember him every time we're driving along, he wasn't used to not being in the driver's seat. So the, the, side, the footpath always seemed so close to him yeah. that he just spent the whole time yelling out, gutter, gutter. <laughs> Gutter, gutter. <laughs> my dad once tried to teach me how to drive and it was the very first time on my L's and we were driving home from me getting my L's and he pulled up in the emergency lane on the Eastern Freeway and said, right, you're going to learn by fire, speed up super fast and then just like merge into the traffic oh, on the freeway. I know. 
crazy. So <laughs> I feel like he is maybe per, like responsible for my lack of driving skills. <laughs> right. I'm and for terrified. the excessive amount of caution yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, on the road. Yes, uh, I'm yes, going to say exactly. yeah. You are correct. Yes, the point is for <laughs> Oh, I'm embarrassed now. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. So did, I, I'm just thinking about this passerby. Did they walk past one way and then they're walking back and you're still there just going, <laughs> oh, we better let her know. Cause... They did that kind of thing where they're walking their dog and I remember it vividly. She's in like a puffer jacket with her husband. She's walking her dog. She kind of did that thing where she like looked over, like you're looking at a parking sign to be like checking if it's yeah. accurate. And she looked. And then did that one and then, like, finally was like, this girl's losing her mind and, like, tapped on. But I think it's because I was beeping the horn. Yeah, yeah. You were losing your mind. Beeping a park car. Yeah, it's a very long way down to the Mornington Peninsula. By myself in a Volvo? I was only 19. The only thing that would have been better than that outcome (laughs) is if in the 19th minute that person came back and got in that car. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so to Claire, in high school... Matt and his friends once staged an entire school walkout because the boys weren't allowed to wear shorts in winter and the girls weren't allowed to wear pants. Matt came up with a chant for everyone to sing as they walked out of the school, which was, all we are saying is give knees a chance. (laughs) Yeah or nah? Oh, gosh, Matt. I didn't know you were such a feminist. Oh, big. Well, <laughs> I'm one, look, I'm one of the biggest fe- feminists in town. No, no, that's not at all anti feminist. Basic bitches, I don't think. <laughs> no, <laughs> Is it? Not, not at all. No. No. That's why I don't see gender. So that's why <laughs> good, I think it's good okay to. Equality. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm picturing so at school. So why were you so passionate about this particular issue? What got your goat? Oh well, about the pants, shorts. It just felt like because you know, as when you're younger, you have you just you have passion to spare. I saw a few people getting upset about. it. I'm like, yeah, I care about this too. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it's it's being told what to do. I went went to a pretty strict um, Catholic school, oh. so you know, you just want to rile up against those brothers. So what? <laughs> the literal brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what year level was this? Uh, I think it was like year eleven. Year eleven. Uh, and so and you so you sorry you, you weren't allowed to wear shorts, but you wanted shorts. Wanted the opportunity to wear shorts in winter, yeah. but they said, I didn't actually yeah. want to wear shorts. To wear pants because often women aren't allowed to wear pants. Yes, at private schools. Right. So, at what date did they ban shorts? Uh, I was I think uh, term two and three shorts right. out. Shorts out. Shorts yeah. Out. One and Knees four covered. shorts. Yeah, yeah. I see. Mm. What kind of socks did you have? I mean, the weather doesn't. Run by the terms, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No. But what socks did you have? If you had shorts, what socks would you have worn with them? Uh, long grey socks. Oh, like so like knee-high knee socks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, you'd only so you're basically your covering your legs yeah. anyway. I see, hence the knee uh, pun. Yeah. We yeah. decided that they were only doing it to us for no real reason. They just loved the rules. And we said no. <laughs> <laughs> did your protest get any traction? I got a little bit of traction when the whole school got involved, Lemo. Uh, Is that enough traction uh, for you? Good traction. Yeah. So what what happened after? So you all walk out. How much trouble do you guys get in? Oh, we got in quite a bit of trouble. But it's hard to punish uh, the whole school. You can't expel a whole school. So Mm. they just, you know, we had a, there was a a lecture assembly type thing. And, um, you know, there were stern words said. A letter was sent to parents. Which actually oh. I didn't like because I, I like to keep my bad boy uh, stuff under wraps. 
I don't want need the parents to get involved because they're both <laughs> teachers, so they oh. they don't like me causing a fuss at school. I'm talking about it like it's current day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I graduated a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Uh, I see. Okay, so who like masterminded the plot with you? Oh, there was there was a, the canonical five. Um, <laughs> I've just come up with that now, but there was there was a small group uh, who. Uh, who got involved. I sort of I, – I wasn't there at the start, but I, I certainly rose through the ranks to lead this thing <laughs> pretty I see, quickly. I see. Natural-born leader. <laughs> SRC captain year nine, no big Wee. deal. Oh, yeah. really? I'm Whoa. talking it down, but it was. It was yeah. a big deal. That's Luke, big Luke deal. Beveridge gave me my yeah. SRC badge. He was wow. – until recently our school's most famous – um, export until I really hit the big time. So, so he gave you that badge in the same way that he gave Bob Murphy his yeah. premiership. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very similar moment. Yeah, nice. I see. I, see. I mm. am going to say nah, though, because I can't imagine you being that excited and passionate in a loud voice about it. Well, cool. how wrong you are. Oh no. How right you oh, are. No, so right. Sorry, right. Point there for Claire. I, got, I, always, I still don't know the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a sinking feeling for a second, but I was just trying to picture you up at the front with like bollards and like organising groups of people. Yeah, no. Like, I, in your beautiful deep just, voice. I wrote this one thinking that Matt would have been a kid who always wore shorts to school. You yeah. just struck me as a kid who no matter what the weather, you'd be in shorts. Shorts. Look, no, I was more the opposite. Uh, oh. Keep these pins away. <laughs> no matter what, pants. I also didn't get, I went on all-boys school. I realised that halfway through. I'm like, oh. I haven't given that away yet, have I? <laughs> oh, my God. What a stressful <laughs> podcast this is. At the end of the round, the schools are Claire on two points. Oh, I got two now. Yeah, Limo on three points, Tim on five points, but out in front on seven points, it's Matt Stewart. Oh, oh wow. hey. Oh, I've got a bit of work to do. Yeah, yeah I know. Mm. I'm, craw- I'm crawling back. You guys can come back now because this round is called Who 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 Who. In this round, I'll read out ten questions all about you guys. If you think you know who it is, buzz in. Your name's your buzzer. You get a point if you get it right, a point off if you get it wrong, though. It's the only round you lose points. First one is this one. After losing an item, who always kisses it when they find it again? Lemo. Yes, Lemo. Matt. You are correct. Yes, point there for Lemo. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk us through this process. I don't, know, I don't know how it started, but it's one of those things that I now realise I've done it without even thinking about it. Like I've lost the keys. Give him a kiss when I find him again. It's, I don't know where it started. I, would have, I assume I thought it was funny at some point. Yeah. And now I can't not do it. Do you do like mm. a big sound like "wah"? Found it, or is depending it like on how big the one? find is, I guess. <laughs> when he sees that baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it like a cash, or is it just a, it's a oh, just a little a little peck, little, little peck, little peck. No, no tongue, yeah. no tongue. <laughs> Usually no tongue unless it's okay. the baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine, fine. Question two: Who here wears dentures because of their dog? Matt. Yes, Matt. Claire. You are correct. Oh, yes. You tripped on correct. your dog or something? Kind of. So I didn't exactly do I had her tied around my wrist one night. I was running and I had my phone in the other one. So is it the phone or the dog's responsibility or mine? Who knows? Anyway, and I slid on some gravel on the footpath and then I tripped and stumbled and fell onto a brick oh. face planted and then, oh, God, look at all your faces. <laughs> like, yeah. This is messed up. Yeah, this is like a true crime podcast now. Um, it's anyway. American History X sort yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, was, it really yeah. is. I'm really hardcore now. Were you, so you were jogging at nighttime. with the dog and you were reading your phone? I was listening to a podcast on my phone because that's what I do for oh, a 
Oh, right, so, okay. But did I, you have headphones yeah. on or not? Yes, yeah, so I had oh, headphones okay. in. I thought you were just running with it next to your ear. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> there's an easier way, Claire. Yeah. You can, yeah. no, I'll get you some headphones. I like, <laughs> can't afford them. Right. Um, did, yeah. did, did someone come to your rescue or did you have to make your own way home? Oh, okay. So I face planted <clears> on, the, on the road, like actually on the road on this brick, and I felt my teeth shatter, fall into my hands. Oh, I, like, am losing my shit. It's pitch black. And this guy pulls up a car. So if you imagine it as a slip lane, he's in the opposite lane, pulls up, pulls on his handbrake, opens his car door and has seen in the light from his car my face just look up at him and go, shit, with, like, teeth falling out of it. And he's just, like, like he's a guy in his 50s and he just went white as a sheet, I remember, and was just like, oh, mate. Are you, are you all right? <laughs> what sort of dog do you have? Yeah. Because <laughs> that is the key to the story. She is a rescue dog. She's like, we don't know, maybe a Kelpie cross? Something? Right. She's little. Big enough. Yeah, big <laughs> enough. Maltese cross drag me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, so he kind of tried to scruffle around, find my teeth on the road oh. while I'm trying, my podcast is blaring and I'm trying to call my husband James and... Yeah, it was a whole scene and then he eventually came running around because I was only five minutes from home. So I'd left five minutes ago and then I rang him and he's just like, hey, love, how's it going? And I'm like, ah, ah. and there's some guy in the background just going, I think I found a bit of your tooth, love. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, long story short, I wear dentures. So, yeah. Wow. Question three. Whose parents re- rewarded them for not biting their nails? Lemo. Yes, Lemo. Tim. No, it was Matt Stewart. <sighs> I was thinking about that recently because I've just stopped biting them again. Oh. It didn't take. What rewards did you get? They gave me a uh, Pittsburgh Penguins hat, which was a team in a sport that I'd never heard of. <laughs> 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 but I'm still a Penguins fan to this day. Oh. Is it ice hockey? Oh. Ice hockey, yeah. yeah. I was imagining like a sticker chart with stars because they're teachers, aren't they? They are, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And you were too. That's why you're thinking of that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that is true. Did they ever put that nail polish on? No. You know that bitter tasting oh, nail polish? Yeah, yeah. That, that's smart. That? I should get into that. But no, I'm, yeah. I've just used willpower at this stage. Fuck, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a king right now. I looked at Tim's fingernails yeah, while you were asking yeah. that question. It's yeah. Josh. Yeah. And that's what I would have been there about. About a month right, ago. <laughs> 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 Someone just got their teeth dragged on. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> Nobody as gross as your nails. <laughs> uh, question four. Who wanted to be a professional flautist but didn't because they realised they were crap at it? Matt. Yes, Matt. Lemo. No, it was Claire. Oh. <laughs> What's a, a fl- um, took me a while to a figure flautist. out what a flautist. That's a flute player. It's a flute player. Surely it's a flutist. No, it's no, flautist. It's flautist. Yeah, it is. It's the weirdest word I've ever heard. It's like, you know, it's not a pianist, it's a pianist. Yeah, right. I feel like an idiot. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like florist. I always think of florist. Yeah. When I hear flautist. Yeah, and also, true. what do you call someone who throws drinks around behind a bar? What are they called? Barista. Tom Cruise. Oh, barista. <laughs> no, bartender. It's, very, it's got a very similar name. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, look there it you up. go. Uh, yeah, look it's, it up. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, cocktail, like Tom Cruise is like. Brian Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested that you thought yeah. Lemo would be the flute player. Oh, there's uh, some less, like he's an accountant. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm like, there's so much mystery. Yeah. Bag of tricks over here. You never here. know. No, no never, l- never the flute. No, it's such a lame instrument, isn't it? It's real bad. Yeah. I'm real embarrassed. At least you can carry it around, though. Like it's, yeah. it's portable. It's not like the kid in the, in the you know, orchestra who's. 
got the double bass or True. the cello. So is that why you, yeah. you have a tiny guitar, Josh? Is that for that reason? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is actually. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was told that I could take that guitar on a flight like as hand luggage and the first time I tried to, they said, nah. Second time I tried to, oh. nah. Third time, nah. So I've never done it again. Oh. Oh, How annoying. Yeah, there's, a, there's an English comic called Jim Taveray, great comedian who has a double bass, often takes it on stage with him. Wow. And in Ooh. London, of course, you get the tube everywhere and people make comments all the time. He said the best heckler he ever got. He was on the tube with his double bass and this little kid uh, with his mum says, hey, look, mum, it's a midget with a guitar. <laughs> 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 and oh he just God. went, right, that's good. That's <laughs> the best one I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Question five. Who learned how to drive a tractor by age 10? Oh, Claire. Yes, Claire. I'm going to go Tim. No, it was Limo. Limo oh. drove a tractor. He is wearing a flannel. Yeah, I got yeah. a bloody flannel on, mate. <laughs> I grew up on a farm, big farm in South oh. Australia. How old were you when you learned to drive a car? Under 10. Yeah, Cape yeah, Flannel probably. Yeah, Farm kids like just getting cars, driving around. Yeah, because you've got heaps of space. It's mm. hard to go wrong. Tom Gleeson's the same. When you've got, you know, thousands of acres to do it in. So Dad bought an old Ford Prefect, cost him about 100 bucks, I think, in about 1977. So I would have been seven or eight, and that was what yeah. I learned to drive in. Manual. Yeah. Huge, yeah. huge <laughs> giant gear stick in the middle. <laughs> These two bucket seats in this old Ford Prefect. Question wow. six. Cool. Who almost drowned in Spain? Claire. Uh, yes, Claire. Matt. No, Limo again. Oh, Limo. That wow. is true. I'd been at the running of the balls for five days and drank sangria for probably 14 hours a day and probably had two packets of cigarettes every day for five days. Then went to San Sebastian. I was on the beach with a mate of mine, Hawley, and there was a float probably 100 metres out. Yeah. And my mate Hawley goes, let's swim out of the float. I go, great. <clears throat> and I got about 60 metres and I yeah. was like ex- like beyond exhausted. Yeah. And I started ta- like taking in water oh, and having shit. little seawater vomits. I thought, oh. fuck, I'm drowning. <laughs> and Hawley goes, you right, mate? I go, no. And he came over and he had to s- hold me up under the water and swim me oh, to wow. the thing. But I honestly Whoa. thought, I thought, I'm fucking drowning. So he swam Dude. you to the float. He so you had the whole way to go back. Had to back. get the lifeguard to come oh. pick me up. To take I had a very similar oh. thing happen in, in uh, Monte Carlo. We had the float thing, and I I was beyond halfway. Yeah, I never quite got to drown, but I'm like treading water halfway, going, I got to build up enough to get another. <laughs> yeah. Finally got there, and I'm lying on my back, just sucking in as much air as possible, and like, fuck, I got to do that again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I got the boat to come out and pick so that's me up. That's real smart. Yeah, man. Yeah. Because I was sitting there, before I realised there was a boat, I was looking at ropes that were holding the float. I thought, right, if I get off there and just pull myself along a rope, yeah. that'll get me back close enough. That I re- anyway, boat saved me. Who is your, your wow. mate is a good swimmer? Uh, I'd never well, obviously been a better swimmer. Yeah, I did it. I was there with my cousin, who's I realised as I'm swimming out, he's a he does triathlons and stuff. So he's like, let's go swim out. I'm like, yeah, great. And then as I'm swimming, I'm like, you fucking idiot! What are you thinking? <laughs> he does go, he, uh. Question seven: Who broke their bed when they were a teenager, but was too embarrassed to tell their parents? So for a year, just slept on a slanting bed. Lemo. Yes, Lemo. Tim. No, it was Matt Stewart there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen it. I've seen it on the stage. Yeah, that's the only time I've <laughs> attempted to tell that story on stage. Which way was it slanted? It was like so the back, one of their legs on the head end yeah. stayed intact to the frame and the other three 
<laughs> broke through. So it was sort of slanting from the head end down to the... Oh, like a ski slope. Yeah. Oh. And I just didn't think... I never thought it's... to just take the mattress off and put it on the floor. So I slept on the slanting bed, sort of having to lean into it. Why didn't you want to tell your parents? <laughs> I, I can't look. I, I assume it was because I broke their bed, like the bed that they owned. Right. It was a, it was I was still youngish, right? Um, but also because I was fucking um... yeah, brother. Although I assume no, I, I can't ever. That's probably not what happened. That's but I I would have been like that's what they'll think would have happened. Yeah, oh. but I remember like they nothing got said. There was never <laughs> a pants man. <laughs> there was never a discussion. But then a, a few weeks later, they'd obviously told our neighbour Dom because when next time I saw Dom, he goes, "You broke the bed." <laughs> Went the high five. It's like, all right, Dom. All right, mate. Next question: Who got mugged in Ireland and then was walked back to where they were staying by the by the muggers? Claire. Yes, Claire. Limo. No, it was Tim. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So they were to look after you? or oh, Well, yeah, it was just kind of like a, I mean, I think they were pretty like, well, this is an absolute gimme. Just <laughs> sort of like, I know, in Cork or not not one of the bigger towns. Stab City. Isn't that what yeah. Cork? So, so they robbed you first. Yeah, yeah. So, so what did they get? Uh, I just like had like 20 pound or something. My and your phone wallet. with Google Maps. Yeah, and no, you know, <laughs> like a, a Nokia or something. That's 2009. It's just going through Ireland and just. Lost my mates and was just stumbling around trying to find the hostel. And I was like, ooh. I'm like, hey, give us your fucking wallet. I was like, I oh, actually don't have much money. <laughs> so it was a really casual bucket. And then I was like, actually, do you guys know this hostel? And they're like, yeah, we'll walk it back. Oh, like, so, right, so they've got your money. Yeah, yeah. And your phone. Well, just they just took the cash okay. out of my wallet. So they've got your money. I was like, just leave me the cards, guys. I'm so broke. <laughs> just like, I think they're just like, oh, he's got an Did you chat on the way back to well, the hostel? It was pretty like. Anyway, thanks. No. All right. That's yeah. A, yeah, that is a brutal mugger to, yeah. to get to know you a bit yeah, and still. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. just like a group of four young rough. They're all, yeah, I found know, that like, in Ireland. The, it was young. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I reckon I reverse cucked it. <laughs> I reckon I ended up cucking them. <laughs> you basically just paid for a, a tour yeah, yeah, to yeah. a home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that reminds me of my brother uh, landed in Spain on his first backpacking trip with my little brother. And he's just so lovely. He's one of those guys that just believes everybody's a Nice. He was vice captain. He's studying medicine. Got off into Barcelona, and some guy sort of hanging out with him for like twenty minutes. And he was like, "Oh, do you want me to just take your iPhone and take a photo of your of your friends yes. so we can remember this snap?" And my brother was like, "Yeah, just take my brand new iPhone. No worries. Just just handed it over." And the guy just like piss bolted. Oh. And my brother's shocked. Still shocked. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't chase. No, I didn't. No, he's, no, no, my brother's not like that. He's very not a runner. Friendly. Not a runner. <laughs> very friendly. So friendly he'll let people take his stuff. <laughs> no. oh, I don't want to cause a scene. You know, no, <laughs> Next true. question. Whose nickname to a few people is Turd? <laughs> Whose nickname is Turd? Uh, Matt. Yes, Matt. I'm just basing this off people's reactions. The only one who didn't laugh at that was Lemo. You are correct. It was Lemo. Oh, yes. that was, I had that was great. So I had four, three older brothers and an older sister, and they all and the origins of that is that they all thought I was a little shit, and a little shit is a turd. Yeah. So, but then the worst bit about it is it became in our country area where we grew up. Everyone called me that. Like even school teachers right. would call me that, wow. and it, my mum hated it so hard. 
Is that why you've, you've grabbed onto Lima? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad I got to boarding school when no one knew me. It's a fresh start. <laughs> and our final question for the game. Whose dad, when they first met their partner's dad, spent 20 minutes trying to fix the oven light before introducing themselves? I love this. I want to say, Matt? Yes, Matt. Uh, Tim. You are correct, yes. Yeah. 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 Matt. Too many parents, so it's, yeah, it was, it was pretty good stuff. Uh, just two baby boomer parents is just pretty wild. But they're both trying to fix the light, So it was right? just, yeah. So it was like uh, her dad was in there trying to fix it and then dad rocked up. And I've just, yeah, it's the closest I can imagine a baby boomer male is to being cucked, just like, <laughs> get me in there. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's definitely made contact. And then my dad is both of them fucking... What does, what does your dad do? What's his... uh, dad's an architect, but he's very handy. And then her dad was sort of like on oil rigs and I think an electri- like engineer electrician sort of thing. So yeah. both right. of them really backing themselves and then just couldn't fix it. <laughs> and they're like, well, we've got to go to dinner. And we're like, yeah, we've got a reservation. And they're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just totally wanted to tear this oven apart. I'm like, when do we even bake? Like, I don't need a line in my oven. <laughs> like, yeah. At the end of the game, the scores are on minus one, Claire oh, Thompson. Minus one. Minus oh, one. No. On two points, we have Limo. Five points, we have Tim Hewitt. And our winner on nine points, it's Matt Stewart. Oh. Hey, Matty. Done it. Champion. Yes. I've been, I'm a multi loser on this show, so it feels so good. Is this the first time yes. you've won? I think so, yeah. Well, because you Aww. win, you get to plug whatever you want to plug first. Oh, geez, so many, so many <laughs> things. What do I, what do I choose? Um, maybe the, the podcast, which we record in the same studio, it's called Do Go On. It's on the same network, the Planet Broadcasting Network. Well, I had Jess and Dave on last week. Oh, there you oh, go. Funny that. Oh, that's interesting. They never mentioned anything. <laughs> that's weird. Um, so yeah, I think I don't know. What do you say from there? Uh, Twitter at do go on pod, and my Twitter is Matt uh, at Matt Stew underscore art because that's what I do on Twitter. What? Just art. Please retweet. Get it viral. Yeah, yeah please. Yeah. Claire, where can people see or hear you? Oh, uh, I run the Planet Broadcasting Network. Yes. I'm the old boss honcho lady. And so that's at planetbroadcasting.com. we got lots of great podcasts, including this one, and do go on. And also my podcast called Just Make the Thing, where I interview people who make stuff and question them about it. Awesome. Mm. Limo. That's cool. I want to listen to that podcast now. Oh, you've so you've Limo. sold it very well. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I can You can hear me on uh, Triple M from time to time and also ABC Grandstand on weekends if you're into your AFL. And if you get involved. Into, into your AFL, you can see you on, on the, the beat test, test on Fox Footy. Yes. Oh. Indeed. Tim. Uh, yes, I have something to plug. Uh, please come. <laughs> I'm doing a show, The Giant Dwarf. Uh, the you can see the seminal hour that <laughs> made a fourteen-year-old boy search. Um, yeah, it's called Huey's Cooked Adventures: A Giant Dwarf, June sixteen. Plenty of seats available. Hot tip. Oh, excellent. I'd go see that show for sure if I was a Sydney person. Hey, thanks, man. Don't <laughs> do Me it. too. Anyway, thanks for playing. Don't you know who I am? Oh. Until next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. It's not optional. You have to do it. (laughs) We used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.